This is a Doc Talk podcast short with Dr. Jenna Burton and me, James Pikeaway. But I wanted to start off just with a really quick your take on when is a good time to start? Like when do we because there's there's yeah. there's like three different camps, I think. The first camp is don't do any of this. The second camp is bring it all on. And the third <laughs> camp is in the middle, it's like, okay, hold on. We got to think about this. What kind of age? When should we start doing this? What, you know, wh- where does this all lead? What do you, where do you fall in on this? And, and, and how do you talk to clients? Well, it depends on the individual for sure. Okay. Okay. So if I, if you have somebody that's never drunk any alcohol, they don't tend to go out in the sun, they don't smoke, they have a really good, healthy lifestyle they've always looked after their skin and by that I mean they take their makeup off at night they apply good quality skin serums you know they're not going to have pigmentation on the face they're not going to have fine lines and wrinkles they're good to go there yeah. I had um, a good friend of mine actually she came for a consultation the other day and she said I want to feel fresher so I think I'm thinking of Botox and I was like Aisha go home <laughs> you don't need Botox it's the wrong time my take is Botox, especially, and fillers are usually there to re- to replace or restore something that's been lost. Okay, so it's something okay. that's happened over time, and that's usually sort of late 20s, early 30s type of time it's starting to start. When I first started doing cosmetics, um, so what was that, like nine, ten years ago? Ten years ago now. We always said, do things like Botox and fillers for prevention of aging, now that has totally turned on its head. Oh, really? Now. In ten years, we've seen just this dramatic shift. It's a new, it's a new industry, isn't it? Non, mm. non-surgical cosmetic procedures. It is pretty new industry, and we used to be injecting people that were eighteen, nineteen. You know, eighteen was the cutoff, but anyone over that was fair game. It wasn't considered unethical at the time because we're preventing wrinkles. Right. Problem is, you do that, you give somebody too many, bo- too much Botox, especially. I think that's the one that I'm kind of like pivoting on here. Is you can start to develop antibodies against the Botox. You can um, start to get atrophy, so like weakening, thinning of the muscles, and that can start to cause indentations in people's foreheads, around their eyes, etc. You then get wrinkle chases where you freeze somebody in one area and then they start to overexpress in other areas. So now it is more about, okay, let's use the Botox to kind of like just dial things back a little bit as opposed to prevent. Uh-huh. For other areas, so like you've mentioned needles, um, lasers, etc. I think that just becomes the time when people just want to feel fresher and that's the time that you would do it. So I wouldn't start attacking somebody's skin sort of like 22, 23, when their skin is, it's already, everything's working. Their collagen is still being produced. They've still got enough elasticity in their skin. There isn't really a need to necessarily do it at that stage. So I feel like it wouldn't necessarily be unethical, but it's just inappropriate to start Mm. doing it at that stage. So as we get older and we stop making as much collagen, we stop having as much elasticity in our skin, that's the time it's like, right, you have a need. Let's, Let's deal with it.